Blog Talk Radio. All right, we're going to get ready and get started. Praise God. Stand by. Welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. We want to thank every last one of you for listening to us. We're about to get ready to start our Sabbath service. We're doing demonology, and we have a special message from the Holy Spirit today. So please stand by, and I have to move some things out the way and hit one button. Get away in the name of Jesus now. Go on away from here. Don't start that on me. Stand by, praise God, and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Ministries. This is our Sabbath services, and I want to thank every last one of you for participating. Again, we're about to teach the Word of God, and we are now on air on all three segments. Shalom, Pasis, Shalom to you. Welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. We want to thank Brother John as co-host in the Blog Talk Chat text room, Blog Talk Room 646-378-1857. I want to say good evening, Chaplain John Durden. Dr. Leroy Gilmore says good evening by email text. Chaplain Durden, Dr. Leroy Montgomery says good evening. Dr. Hawkins says good evening. Bishop C.T. Wellmore says good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. God bless you. Bishop E.D. Hawkins says good evening. Good evening, sir. And Reverend Dr. Leroy Butler says good evening. Good evening, Reverend. God bless you. Oh, yes, we'll have comments after. Okay, it is a blessed day. I need to share some things before we go into the ministry of deliverance. I got to get this out. This has to get out. Christians in America, I want to warn you. The Lord is warning me to warn every tongue-speaking, born-again Christian. And I want you to hear this and test the spirit. Out the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. 2 Corinthians 13.1 And before I speak one word, I'm going to make sure I'm in right standing with God. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth and with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Father, your word says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our fault that you are just and able to forgive us for all unrighteousness. We sin every day. Every day we do some kind of sin, known or unknown. Ain't no perfect human being. You're the perfect person, Jesus. Ain't no pastor, no preacher. None of us all have sinned. I come against these false spirits of lifting up these pastors, lifting up people in position, and not lifting Jesus of Nazareth up. I bind that in the name of Jesus. I bind the spirit of illusion, the blind spirit in America for American Christians to hear me. I bind up even demons and spirit-filled tongue-talking Christians who walk in deliverance, who don't walk in deliverance. I bind it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I come up against the heavenlies right now in the name of Jesus. Father, your word says in Psalms 122, verse 6, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for Jerusalem. We have not forgotten Ukraine. Use me as your oracle to bring this message. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so shall it be. Now, for you born-again Christians, we're going to be doing with deliverance. This is a seminar. I got all day. This is the Sabbath. I got all day. Now, those who are in the blog talk room in air code 646-378-1857, I have one hour and 54 minutes to teach. But I know I'm going to go past that. So if I go past that, and if you are in the blog talk room, you can go to www.livedeliverance.com. And then when you go into that, you can hit a button. 
and you can hear me on audio if we run out of time. I will allow those who are in the blog talk room to prepare themselves to go and listen to me on the Internet, or you can go to DiveDeliverance.com and hit Facebook, three lines. You'll see an uh, icon go across of it and open up, and then you hit Facebook when you can watch me scream live. Donald J. Trump, this ain't about this, this evil man who has these demons in him, but this is for any Christian. I don't care if you're black, white, Republican, Democrat, house nigger, Clue Club say, I don't care who you are. Do not mess with Israel. Donald J. Trump, the 45th president of the United States, and you born-again Christians, I got Christians who spirit-feel, see something in this evil man. They don't. When people can do that, I know they don't have the spirit of discernment. And I asked the Lord, why I can see it, they can't see it. He said, they don't have discernment of the Holy Spirit. They ain't labored enough. They haven't suffered. They don't fast. They're not disciplined. They can't hear me. And so they're going on their own ways of how their mom and daddy talked to them to be a Democrat or a Republican or Larry Elder, some old house nigga. Uh, Herschel Walker was a house nigga to me. House niggas are black men who have lost their identity. Now, that has happened to the race of black people because of slavery. See, that's, that's a mentality that was broken in a person to degrade you. This same America has a 45th president who, who prays Hezbollah. Now, where are you Christians at now? If that is not enough to make you stop supporting him, the Lord Jesus tell me, don't you mess with Israel. And any of you Christians who vote for Donald J. Trump in 2024 with this warning, who are born again in Spearfield, the Lord told me he will put a curse on you. God will curse you. And you're going to be very, very, very miserable. You better obey God. Now, I'm not threatening nobody. You vote for who you want to vote for. Revelation 22, 11 says, He that wishes to be righteous, let him be righteous. And he that listens to be filthy, let him be filthy still. So you got a free will. And the reason why I'm breaking these scriptures down to you, because this man spoke a curse on, on, on Israel. Now, I'm going to really break this down, because we're going to go and deal with demonology as soon as I get this taken care of. I got to get this, this, this got to get straightened out because there are a lot of you Christians out here that don't have the discerning of the Holy Spirit and you voting on your fleshly mind. Donald Trump praised Hezbollah and he spoke very bad about Benjamin Netanyahu. Well, the Lord told me to give all of you born again Christians, non-Christians, I'm going to give you a warning that the Lord told me to tell you. Now, if you don't believe that the Lord told me to tell you, you don't have to believe that. Every one of my word of knowledge when I minister to someone has never not came true. It came true. I prophesied. The Lord told me to tell people, leave this man alone. The Lord told me he was going to get out of office. The Lord told me I prophesied a day before Joe Biden. I'm not about Joe Biden. I'm not about Donald Trump. I'm not about the independent business party. I'm not about none of it, but as an apostle. I have to speak what God said because God is the one who brings the kings and he can take them out, Psalm 75. But it's you who are being deceived by Satan if you don't know the fruits of this man. So before I give you the warning, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. I'm coming out of Ezekiel 3.18 for all of you and I give you this message so this blood won't be on me. When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die and thou givest not him warning. I'm finna give all of you born again, spirit tongue-talking, dear prince, Frank Hammond, listeners, Charles Stanley, T.D. Jakes, Thou Money Cometh, Kenneth Copeland, Money Coming Unto Me Now, Leroy Thompson, Sith Ross, the Christian Channel Broadcast, TBN, all of you Christians. This is not for the unsaved. This is for those who believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning. But I'm going to give all of you warning today about this Donald Trump. When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, and givest him not warning, nor speaketh to warn the wicked from his wicked ways. Y'all are wicked. 
when you don't have the discernment of the Holy Spirit and you like a policy of a man that says negative things to people, that's contrary to Scripture. Do you talk bad to people? The Bible tells us that our mouth, death, and life is in the power of the tongue. So you're going to follow someone who's going to say things that's contrary to a Scripture? Well, here's your warning. When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speaketh to warn the wicked from the wicked of his ways to save his life, the same wickedness man shall die, and his sins will be upon your blood that I will quiet your hands. That ain't going to happen to me today because he told me to tell you people this. I don't care whether you do it or not. Once I get it out and you listen, you're responsible. Donald J. Trump said he praised Hezbollah for what they did to Israel. I don't hear any of you calling me. Y'all won't call me about that one, but you call me about everything else I say. James Jones, a Christian, uh, he's called himself a Christian. I told him I didn't even call me no more. James Jones. It took me seven years, a Republican, spirit-filled, born-again Christian, James Jones. James Jones, the most stubbornest born-again, Republican, slate-whooping friend I ever had. I cut him off. I ain't with this. It's evil. Anytime someone says something against Israel, the Bible says that is forbidden. In Genesis, for you Christians, do not vote for this man. Now, the Lord tell me to tell you, if you vote for him, the Lord is going to make it hard on you. If you vote for this man, you need to pray and ask the Lord who to vote for. I don't vote no more because I don't need, I'm a deliverance minister. I'm not in that system. But this man said something about Israel. You Christians still can't see that this man has been deceived a lot of Christians. He spoke a curse on himself, Donald Trump did, and you will too if you support anyone who does not support Israel. Now, Shannon Davis, Omega Man Radio, I want to talk to you too, because it took me, you took you seven years to recognize, to get yourself out of Donald Trump, and you called me on my radio station, wanted me to come back on your radio station when you took off the teachings I had about Jesus and what color he was. Just because Donald Trump took the embassy and moved it from one television there, God allowed that. That don't mean that God appoints him approval. God will use anybody. God can use the ass of a donkey. A she-ass, a female donkey in Numbers 22 to talk to Balaam. So he just is dumb than the she-ass. But God used him, used that she-ass, and God used him. But God is through with him. He's, he, he, he was used for a purpose to get people to not put their trust in the politics. Larry Eldon, Hausnecker. All these people ain't going to help you, but Jesus of Nazareth. You're putting your trust in some politician, and you can't do it. Donald Trump put a curse on himself. Genesis chapter 12, verse 2 says, I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, curse him that curses thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abraham departed as the Lord spoken unto him, and Lot went with him, and Abraham was 75 years old when he departed out of Hamaras, and God prophesied that. And Donald Trump said that about Israel. Now, Chris Christie, he was once on Trump's side, had a double turn, he flipped, he called him out. Let me tell you people, leave Israel alone. They are God's chosen people. I am pro-Israel. I have an Israeli flag. I've been on that 17 years. I moved the office here, make it more cooler for me to, to teach. I support Israel. That is not the Hamas. That's not their land. Great Britain carved up Israel, and the minute that Great Britain did that, she lost all her slave empire and her colonialism, Great Britain. The only good thing came out of Great Britain was Derek Prince. And it got involved with the nation of Israel. What you see is going on is spiritual. Abraham had a wife named Sarah. And God told him that 
She was going to have a baby at 98, a certain age. Sarah didn't believe it. So she said, go and lay with that Egyptian male servant. That's Hagar's descendants, those Gazians. They got the same father but the different mom. They have brothers. And this is spiritual. So let me give you something. About 1,900 B.C., God chose a man, a man named Abraham. Later renamed Abraham. He started his name as A-B-R-A-M, Aram. And later he changed it to Abraham. To come to the father of nations for whom he planned a special destiny, God made a covenant with Abraham in which he promised that through his descendants, all nations, that including Gaza, Abraham is the father of faith. Now, Abraham is the same father that is of the Muslims. See, this is how Satan takes stuff out and create a religion, and this is what we get. God says God made a covenant with Abraham in which he promised that though his descendants and all nations will be blessed and confirmed that this covenant, Psalm chapter 50, verse, 50, verse 5, that Abraham's son Isaac and Jacob and his grandson Jacob, who changed his name to Israel. 430 years later, through Moses, God made a future covenant with Jacob's descendants the nation of Israel, leave it alone. In which he gave them a complete set of laws and a fuller picture of their destiny. Later, God sent prophets to Israel who predicted how their destiny would be worked out. So don't come with me with this Donald Trump saying things that he support uh, Hezbollah. And any of you Christians that vote for him, you support an idol, an idiot, a jackass, and the most dumbest, stupidest president we ever had in U.S. history. When you go against Israel. He is the only American president that now he was for Israel. But see, he ain't getting no popularity, so this man would do anything he can to get attention. You people don't have the gifts of the, of the certain Holy Spirit. You can't see that. You're seeing what your fleshly mind giving you about Donald J. Trump. Your fleshly mind, Larry Elder. Your fleshly mind, Thomas Clarence Thomas Ausnicker, taking all that money. Satan is using every race and color on earth to destroy you. He's going to use politics. He's going to use anything he can. And the Lord told me to tell all of you so-called born-again Christians, do not vote for that man. Number two, 430 years later, through Moses, God made a further covenant with Jacob and his descendants, the nation of Israel, in which he gave them a complete set of laws and a fuller picture of their destiny. Later, God sent prophets to Israel who predicted how their destiny would work out. God's purpose revealed to Abraham, one, how many people God promised Abraham would be blessed through him? Many nations, Genesis 12, 2 and 3, all the families of the earth, that's Israel. Number two, and what basis did God accept Abraham as righteousness? That's in Genesis chapter 15, verse 6. Abraham believed or believed in God. Number three, how many people did God promise to make Abraham a father? Genesis 17, verse 4 and 5, many nations. Number four, with whom did God make an everlasting covenant with? That's in Genesis 17, verse 7, with Abraham and his descendants, and those are Israelis. There are black Israelis, white Israelis. There are 12 tribes and 12 nations, 12 colors of people in Israel. God is a God of love. God ain't a racist. The Israelis are chosen people of God. And some of you want to say, well, they're not black. That's just the colors of Israelis. Don't go with me over there because I went to Israel and I saw a black Israeli, Jew, the tribe out of Ethiopia that they lost in 83, Israel picked them up and brought them back to the kibbutz. I lived at a kibbutz. And on my radio station, we support Israel. We support a kibbutz. If you go to livedeliverance.com on my radio station, go where it says information and contact. You'll see a Jewish kibbutz there. It's been there for 18 years. That's where I go when I go to Israel. 
What promise did God give Abraham in this covenant? To be God to him and to his descendants. Which two descendants of Abraham was later included by name in this covenant? Which is in Exodus chapter 6 verse 3 and 4. It is in Leviticus chapter 26 verse 42. It is also in Exodus chapter 2 verse 24. Isaac and Jacob. What new name did God give Jacob? He changed Jacob's name in Genesis chapter 35, verse 1, to Israel, I-S-R-E-A-L. What two pictures did God use to show Abraham how numerous his descendants would be? That's in Genesis 22:17, the stars of heaven and the sand of the seashore. How many people did God promise Abraham would be blessed in his seed? Genesis 22:18. All the nations on earth, all. Why did God promise this to Abraham? That's in Genesis 22:18, Because Abraham obeyed God's voice. What did God require Abraham to do for his children and his household in order to receive what God had promised him? That's in Genesis 18:19, To command them to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice. What were the first two demands that God made on Israel when they came to Mount Sinai in Exodus 19, verse 5? One, to obey the voice of God. Two, to keep his covenant. Provide Israel, fulfill these demands. What three things did God promise they would be? Exodus 19, 5 and 6. One, a special treasure to God above all people. That is still today. That's in Exodus 19, 5 six. They are special people to God. They have been an example for Gentiles through our obedience. We get saved. We get born again. We get filled with the Holy Spirit. We go back and snort cocaine. We get saved. We get born again. We go fornicate. Yeah, spiritual fornication. That's fleshly fornication. Old nanny in Genesis 38, 9, you go fall and, and master, masturbate. Get, get your children out the room. This ain't for children. Get them out. Get all the children out the room. Get all of them out. Israel is an example to Gentiles. The children of Israel go and worship idol gods, and God will bring them back in. They have been examples to us because we are more worse than them. We're Gentiles, but we are spiritual Jews by the acceptance of Yeshua, the Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth. I am pro-Israel. That is not their land. God's going to judge Great Britain, and if you're British people, you better pray and use Second Chronicles 7.14 for God to forgive that nation. The German people tried to massacre the Jews. They asked for repentance to Israel, and they're their best allies today. God will forgive. But this Donald J. Trump, he ain't nothing but the devil's child. When he says something bad about Israel, you you Christians out there know what I'm talking about. What you don't see? What I dealt with James Jones for seven years. James Jones, seven years he denied it, and he finally found out that he'd been deceived. James Jones, Shannon Davis, he ran with a lie for four years. He come calling me, want me to go back on his radio station. Oh, I'm out of Donald Trump. I never got into him. The same two people that I, the Lord used me to minister to them never gave up on them. They was deceived. Never give up on a person, but they got a free will. So James Jones, he back, he, he still want to stay registered slave whooper. He, he want to whoop. Y'all better get out of these politics and start trusting the Lord. These days are evil. Politics ain't going to help you. What else did God promise Israel on the same conditions in Deuteronomy 21? To set them high above all the nations of the earth. State two ways that would affect the attitude toward Israel. Deuteronomy 2018, that includes Donald Trump. They will see that the Israelis are called by the name of the Lord. They will be afraid of Israel, and they will be afraid of Israel, and because God has not forgotten them. Micah, the archangel, is still over there. We are praying for Israel, and Hamas is going to get wiped out, just like the Kishimites and the Hishabites in the Old Testament. Israel always have had enemies because Satan is the god of this world. They're the half-brothers of Abraham. They're not counted for the promise as God gave it to the purpose because Abraham uh, had, uh, had a child with Sarah. 
which is his wife. He went to a handmaiden. Those are the descendants of that mistake. What would be the result of Israel's keeping God's covenant? Deuteronomy 29, verse 9. They were prospered in all they did. God's purpose revealed in the Psalms and the prophets. What are the two ways in which God's favors and blessings on Israel will affect the rest of the world? You better listen to this. Psalms chapter 67, verse 1 and 2. God's way will be known on earth. God's salvation will be known among all nations. By who? Jesus Christ. God promised to put his spirit upon his chosen servants. What will the servants do for the Gentiles? That's us. Isaiah 42, verse 1. He will bring the justice to the Gentiles. And they gave us salvation. State the two things that God will appoint this servant to be for Israel and for the Gentiles. That's in Isaiah chapter 42, verse 6. A covenant to the people, Israel. A light to the Gentiles. What two things did God chose Israel to be for himself? He didn't say Hamas. He didn't say America. He didn't say Jamaica. He said for himself, Israel. His witnesses and his servants. What two things did God choose Israel to be for himself? He didn't say Jamaica, United States, Great Britain. He said Israel. So you Gentiles, you better start respecting Israel. And you Trump followers who follow this fool, he's going to send you straight to hell. This man said something bad against Israel. I ain't never liked him. When I saw him coming to the scene, that's a backlash for Barack Obama being in president. It's a backlash. Because Americans weren't ready for that. This is a racist country that we live in. This man propagates racism. And for a black person to sit here and say that they support Donald J. Trump, Man, I don't support no none of them. You need to be supporting Jesus of Nazareth. Why are you putting your trust in a man? I don't trust no man. Matter of fact, I don't even vote no more because God told me to get out of it. You go vote. I'm a, I'm a deliverance minister. I don't, I'm not. If I vote for a Democratic ticket, I'm voting for homosexuality. I ain't voting for none of them. And I pray that you get like me. I don't need to vote because Jesus said, be in the world, don't be of it. But while you're here, you need to pray against these things because this man is treading on danger, and you will be treading on Jane danger if you say anything about Israel. I am for Israel. The Palestinians, I'm for the Israel. God will work that out with them, but I am not saying nothing about Israel. I got people wanting to call me, well, are you going to go for Israel when they're wrong? Yes. Well, how come you ain't going to say nothing against Israel? Because God says he, I said, well, God says they're his witnesses and his servants. And that's in Isaiah 43, 10. I ain't got nothing to say bad about Israel. Well, what do you think about Israel treating the Gaza people wrong? I don't know. I stay out of it because God tells me <laughs> they're his witness. I don't want to say something to God, get me mad at against that nation. I respect God who he chose. Name three ways in which God desires Israel to respond to his relationship of himself, which is in Isaiah 43.10, to know, to believe, and to understand. Number eight, for what purpose? Will many people go up to the mountain of the Lord? Isaiah 2, verse 2 to 3, that he may teach them his ways, that they may walk in his path, Israel. What two things will go forth from Zion and Jerusalem? Isaiah chapter 2, verse 3, the law, the Torah, the word of the Lord, the New Testament. At a time when the people of the earth are in deep darkness, what will the Lord do for Israel? I'm going to tell you what he's going to do for Israel. Because Israel is going to win this war, and God is with Israel. And anybody that's against God is, in, is against Israel. If you're against Israel, you're against God. Now, if you're a Muslim, me and you ain't working. Because you don't believe my Savior is the Son of God. You believe you're a prophet. I ain't talking to Muslims. I'm talking to Christians. He will arise over here, her, and his glory will be seen in her. At a time when the people on the earth are in deep darkness... What will the Lord do for Israel? According to Isaiah 60, verse 20, he will rise over her and his glory will be seen upon her. How will the other nations and their rulers respond? According to Isaiah 60, verse 3, Gentiles will come to her light and kings to the brightness of her rising. That is God's chosen people. Leave them alone. And Donald J. Trump is desperate 
he is desperate. And he said something about Israel. And all of you Christians that I've been talking about trying to tell me, oh, he's for Israel. That was, uh, uh, what's his name, Shannon Davis. Don't even speak in tongues. He moved it to the capital. Everybody more important than that. Why you can't hear God? You got a little scripture he got right. Now, he's supposed to be the greatest president on earth. No, God just used him to do that. Jesus says in Matthew 23, 1, don't do what they do, but do what they say. So God will use anybody. God used a donkey, a female she-ass, numbers 22, to speak against uh, Balaam. So ain't nothing great about him. Ain't nothing great about none of these politics because you, you people don't put your trust in the Lord. That's why you're going through what you're going through. You're looking for another outlet. Politics is not an outlet for Christians. So stay out of that and pray for the peace of Jerusalem to the sermon. Okay, what we're doing now is we're going through pigs in the parlor uh, from Frank and Ida May Hammond. Uh, a lot of people had told me that they, would, they, they couldn't get it, so I'm going to do this uh, to be able to be a blessing. Some's coming from him and some coming from my, myself through certain teachings concerning uh, the ministry of deliverance. So what we're going to do now is start with how demons enter, okay? How demons enter. Demons are evil personalities. They are spirit beings. They are the enemies of God and man. Their objectives in human beings are to, one, tempt, two, deceive, three, accuse, four, condemn, five, pressure, put pressure on you. Six, defile your mind, defile your body. Seven, make you resist the Holy Ghost. Acts 7, 51, 2 Chronicles 30, verse 8. Eight, oppose God. Nine, control you through witchcraft, which is of the flesh in Galatians 5, 9. Witchcraft is in the flesh, and it's also rebellion. Demons want to make you rebellious against God. They want to steal from you. They want to steal your joy. They want to steal your health. They want to afflict punishment and pain. And the final two things they want to do is kill you and destroy you. And half of the Christians in America don't know nothing about demons. I have said people came to my house, and I, well, we don't want to see that. They couldn't even see the move on exorcism. They're Christians now, but they don't want to see that. There ain't no power in them. You scared to look at them a movie? Jesus has been talking about demons throughout the whole Bible. And this is the wrong. This is what's wrong with America. Demons, demons, this is what's wrong with Great Britain, demons, all over the world. Satan is the god of this world. The world is full of emptiness. And if you don't have a clue about demons, you ain't going to make it. But they're running a whole lot of stuff they're running. What opens up the doors to demons in Christians? Sin. What opened up the doors to Christians? Sin. Sin opened up the doors. The door for demons to enter may be opened by oneself through sin of omission and commission. In the fifth chapter of Acts, we read of a couple named Ananias and Sapphira. They sold their property that they might give the full proceedings for the benefits of of the church, but they became covetous, like Creflo Dollar, T.T. Jakes, they want that money, and decide to keep part of the dollar money, dollar money, Creflo money, dollar. That's just going to send you to hell, because there ain't nowhere in the Bible. They became covetousness and took the money for themselves. Act of sin, they perpetrated a lie. But Peter, by the revelation knowledge of the Holy Spirit and supernatural word of knowledge, asked to what they had done. Peter asked, Ananias, why hast thou opened himself up to the devil? Ananias, why has Satan filled thy heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? Acts 5.3. They'll make you do that. Demons will make you lie against the Holy Ghost. Because of the sin, Ananias and Sapphira 
opened themselves to be filled with the spirit of covetousness, lying, and deceit. The same thing can happen to anyone who sinned willfully. In the fifth chapter of Galatians, we find a list of 17 works of the flesh. They include the sins of adultery, one, fornication, two, witchcraft, that's control, three, hatred, that's racism, wrath, strife, envy, murder, that's killing a person, unforgiveness, and drunkenness. Through my experience, me, I have seen this thing in operation. A classic example of doors being opened by sins of omission is the failure to forgive. And a lot of people open up this demon here. We're talking about deliverance. When you don't forgive, you are opening up doors to Satan and every host of demons in hell to go in you. Evil spirits have no sense of fairness. They never hasten to take full advantage of the time of the weakness in your personal life. And most of you in the soul, you get emotional, you get down. Here they come. Behind every negative emotion, there's a demon. I guarantee you that. Now, the rules of inheritance that we have to understand is that we have the armor to deal with demons. The problem is, is that people haven't been taught it. Oh, Theophilus, how both Jesus begin both to do and teach, Acts 1.1. You don't see it, you don't hear it, but we preach it here. Then you, 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 you go to the church and they're going to bring in Halloween in the church. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let me say this here. Let me tell you what, let me say this. I don't do Christmas, so don't call me and tell me happy, Merry Christmas. I don't do that. I don't care who you are, family members, cousins, brothers, uncles. I don't care who you are. Don't call me. If you're a body of Christ, and all my members don't do no Christmas tree, don't call me about no Santa Claus because there is none. That's a lie. You should know the truth, and the truth should set you free, John 8, 32. That's a demonic spirit of lying gets in your child. And you say, well, why my child lied a lot? Well, you put it on your child. You, you taught them a lie. Oh, this was just something for childhood that ain't in the Bible. It is a lie. You lied. Your lies entered into your child. Our fathers are sin, and we bore their iniquity. It's transferred to your child. You taught your child a lie. And as your child began to grow up, that demon of lying was embedded in that child. You stupid fool, because you don't know deliverance. You born again, spirit-filled, and you teaching them to it's okay for you to have an imagination. God doesn't tell us that we must have imaginations. That's that's not God. See, God did not tell us to have any imaginations. I'm gonna prove it to you. That ain't God. That's the devil. And you born again Christians, you do it every December. That's not God. God doesn't want to bring in that mess to a child, an imagination. The Bible tells us, now, you say Santa Claus, is this this something that, you know, it's an old folk saying, it's it's, it's okay. That's the traditions of your fathers, Mark 7, 6. Nowhere in the Bible that God tells you to deal with imaginations. As a matter of fact, he says the opposite. In 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through, the, through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing to exalt itself up against the knowledge of God. Santa Claus is more important to a Christian than Jesus Christ. So you put that, we're talking deliverance, you put that spirit, that lying spirit in your child based on your traditions because your mama did it. And you're going to go carry the same demon to your your child. That's demonic. We're talking about deliverance. That's demonic. Now Christmas coming. You're going to violate God with that. Oh, you're going to do it even if you hear this. James Jones, God gave me word of knowledge to tell James Jones to fast three days a week. The Lord said, call him. He ain't even fast. Uh, 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 I just did one day. The Lord told him to stay home on the Sabbath. He's flying in, 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 in Pennsylvania. 
See, this is why people don't be successful, because people don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to know the truth. You ain't going to get free if you don't know the truth. It is demonic. We're talking about demons. And that's a whole, man, I got all kind of conversations about this. You can bring demons in your house through your mouth by lying to your child about Santa Claus. Santa Claus doesn't exist. You brought in a lying spirit on your child. Not only that, you teach your child a heathen thing to do. You go buy a Christmas tree. It's coming. It's October, November, December. And some of you still going to hear me and still bring that thing in your house. But woe unto you that do it. I pray to God give you grace like he gives me. Because <laughs> I need it. I ain't here to judge none of you. God knows I need grace. And you need grace. See, we've been taught this stuff. That's demonic. Let me say this here. In Jeremiah 10, 1, it says, Hear ye the word which the Lord spoken unto you, O house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen. God doesn't want us to learn heathen ways. You're taking a heathen way, Halloween. Ain't no way in the Bible that God says, put on a demonic figure on your body. Nowhere in Scripture. Nowhere. Thus says the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven. For the heathen are dismayed at them. But the customs of the people are vain, for one cutteth a tree out of the forest. The work of the hands of the workmen of the axe was silver and with gold, and they fastened it with nails and with hammers that it moved not. That is a heathen thing. That's a Christmas tree. Jeremiah 10, 1 through 5. Easter, Osiris, the sun god, Osiris, the god of beauty, gay. Gay is not the word means faggot. Gay means beautiful. It's been perverted by Satan. So you need to get delivered from these ways. You got to come out of these traditions. Some traditions carry demons. Did you know that? Some traditions carry demons. That's right. That Christmas tree, God, don't, that don't represent Jesus. Now you're going to go dress up your child for Halloween. You're going to dress up your child and say trick or treat and put demons on your child through that night. That night, somebody's going to die. Satan is going to have a human sacrifice. That's their black Christmas fool. And then you got churches, Baptist churches, here in Atlanta, Georgia, Methodist churches, bringing all your children over and and you put mass, and the pastors don't have no discerning that that's demonic. And then you go and celebrate that in your church. Oh, Jesus, y'all need some help. What are seven ways to determine the need for deliverance? The present and nature of evil spirits can be known by two principal methods, and all of you need to learn these methods. Number one, you need the spirit of discernment. This is why a lot of Christians still see Donald Trump as a good man. James Jones, he told me that Stonewall Jackson was a good man. Now, if anybody knows, and then he believed that lie. He wanted me to believe. See, people like are embedded with lies. And, and, and uh, Jesus says that ye of your father, the devil, is a liar. He was a liar from the beginning, John eight forty four. And when you see lies and lies and lies, that's Satan in that man. Trump lied all the time. He said, wow, y'all still love him. He your Jesus. Trump, Trumpism. Trump ain't down no cross or nobody. He's a damn gangster. And you Christians are lifting up an unsaved man who don't even know how to quote two scriptures. We ain't talking about Joe Biden. I'm talking about Donald Trump. Joe Biden, he Catholic. Let me say this for the people that think I'm, I'm on his side. I ain't on none of them side. I'm on the side of Jesus of Nazareth the Word. Okay, so I, I ain't with none of them. This man, he says something bad about Israel, a couple of days ago, he praised Hamas, praised him shooting innocent children, gunning people down. Soldiers don't gun people down. And I pray to God that Israel wiped them off the face of the earth. Don't mess with Israel. I am for Israel. I don't care who you are. If you don't like me, tough. I am not going to go against Israel. God says, bless those who bless his people. And God 
will help Israel, and we need to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Psalms 122, verse 6. Tim Scott, up here quoting that, but he ain't quoting when he says negative things about uh, uh, Joe Biden. That's a violation of 1 Timothy 1.10 to speak negative things about a person. He ain't no Christian. He's a slave walker, a Republican, Democrat, all these demons in y'all. Y'all full of demons. You need the discernment of the Holy Spirit to recognize your demons and to recognize other people. But more, you need it because a lot of people, you don't even know what spirit you are of. You don't even know. You, some people, you don't even think that you have demons. You're full of them. You can't hear God. You think a lot. You're in the flesh. You're carnal. You're struggling. You struggle with finances. You don't have no peace. You don't have no fellowship with the Lord. You need discernment. In 1 Corinthians 12.10, list discerning the spirits is as one of the nine supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit. An example of operating on the gift of discerning of the Holy Spirit always happened to me. I've seen it. The Holy Spirit has given me revelation. And it's shown me the demon in that person through their character, through their actions. You need the discernment of the Holy Spirit. All right? The Holy Spirit will give detection in the second method of knowing the presence and nature of evil spirits. Detection is simply observed of what spirits are doing to a person. When Jesus was here on earth in the flesh, he found people all acquainted with demons. Jesus did not have to teach them of the existence of evil spirits or explain how they can indwell. This was common knowledge, for example, that was found in the book of Mark, chapter 7, verse 24 through 30. A Syrophoenician woman came to Jesus with an appeal that he cast an unclean spirit out of her daughter. How did she know that? They knew about evil spirits, and here we are in 2023, and we don't know nothing about it. Doug been doing some work since 3,000 years ago. You don't want deliverance. You don't want to know nothing about deliverance. You want to go study what you want to study. You want to fast. Then you want to quit. Then once God gets you out of trouble, you want to go back sinning. Most of you are double-minded schizophrenia. I know I was double-minded schizophrenia. I done made more sins than all of you put together. So I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to all of us. All have came short of the glory of God. Disturbance in the emotions, which presents a recurrent, some most common disturbance of demons in the emotion of a person is hatred. That's racism. We got that in America. Anger, fear, rejection, feeling unwanted or unloved, self-pity, jealous, depression, worry, inferiority, and insecurity. All the demons from the mind. Now, the mind demon, oh, Lord, that mind demon, slitter, slitter, the spirit of intellectualism, thinking, reasoning, eyeballing, analyzing from the mind, figuring things out. Scripture says, take you no thought what you're going to say or how you're going to say it, for the Holy Ghost will teach you that hour what you need to say, Luke 12, 11. Why you can't do that? Because you don't have no faith. See, it takes work to be a Christian. If you want to know about the spirit things of God, put time in and study the word of God. Y'all don't want to study the Bible? You just want to hear a sermon on Saturday, put it away, and go on. You ain't, it ain't going to work like that. Because, see, when I get off this radio station... I'll be studying my Bible all the way to two o'clock in the morning. I ain't got I don't have nothing else to live for. Let me let me say something. I die and live for Jesus of Nazareth. I'm not interested in the Falcons. The Pittsburgh Steelers, my favorite team, but there's some time when the Steelers on God tell me, turn it off and get in the word. I turn it off. Some of you idle on Sundays, you get so angry when the game playing, your game lose, you you got them demons are angry in you, you're carrying demons around. You don't know how to get rid of them because your pastor don't teach you a, a thing, but you still go back to that same old garbage. Eat, eat your dung. Your dung. Second Kings eighteen twenty six. Pissing dung. You like dung. Performance. But baby, in these days you ain't gonna need no pump. You need some power. Emotional problems, disturbance of the mind or thought life, such as mental torment. Spirit speaking to you. Confusion, rationalization, and loss of memory is demonic. Mental problem. Anyone who's dealing with loss of memory, those are demons eating out your mind. Because you didn't gave them the permission to set up involuntarily because you didn't know nothing about the demon. But God gives you grace and mercy. Bind that spirit of memory loss every day. 
bind that spirit of mental confusion every day. I say, I bind it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and it'll work. Outbursts of uncontrolled use of your tongue. That's demonic. These include lying, cursing, blasphemy, criticism, mockery, railing, and gossip. Now, everybody has to deal with this problem. and uh, It was a struggle in my life. And it can be a struggle in people's lives, sexual sins. Also, addiction. The most common addictions are nicotine. And in Israel, when I was in Israel, I asked, well, why do they smoke so much? They're in stress. They got war around them. Now, they, look what they're going through now. Leave Israel alone and pray for them. Please. Do it for God's sake, because you ain't going to deal with God. Don't get, let God get mad at you. Amen? Physical infirmities. Many diseases and physical infirmities are due to spirits of infirmity. Luke 13, 11. When a demon of infirmity is cast out, there is often need to pray for a healing or whatsoever damage has resulted. Thus, this is a close relationship between deliverance and healing. When you are dealing with a physical infirmity of a person, especially in the spirit of cancer, you have to cast that out, and then you got to speak and pray that the Lord restructure and bring healing to the body and to the soul of that suffering. So not only do you have to get free from the demonic side of the spirit, you got to get free with the emotional side of you carrying that demon in you. That's why the Bible says, whatsoever lovely, honest, and peaceful, think on these things, Philippians 4.8. Because it takes healing. When a person is sick, they're going through a lot, that's struggle, that's depression. Uh, feel unwanted, they're not used to, they're used to walking around, and this is how demons enter into people, through their negative emotion. When a demon of infirmity is cast out, there's often the need to pray for a healing or whatsoever damage has resulted. Thus, there's a close relationship between deliverance and healing. Also, religious error. <laughs> In Involvement in any degree of religious error can open the doors for demons. Objects and literatures from sorts of religious errors have been known to attract demons into your house. False religion, Eastern religion, paganism, religious philosophies, mind science, seven-day Adventist. First Baptist Church, I put them right in religious error because they do not believe in speaking in tongues. They say tongues have ceased. First Corinthians 14, 38, 39 says, forbid no one to speak in tongues. Jude 1, 18, 19, 20, 21 says, pray ye in the Holy Ghost. So that is a lot of error. Mormonism, oh, Lord. Jehovah Witness, Christian Science, works of Crucianism. Theosophy, Unity, Reverend Sun Yon Moon. Such cults deny and confess that Jesus Christ is, is Lord. There's no atonement blood within these cults. They're demonic. Cults also include some local societies and social agencies which use religious scriptures such as the foundation of the Mason Eastern Star. Kappa Alpha Psi, you're new. The burning sands. You can't do the burning sands. God says that sand shows of the children of Israel, you fool. See how demons get involved with this stuff? Here you go, spirit filled, speaking tongues, and then you got a frat brother that's a Satanist, and you call him your new brother. You're an idiot. People don't want to hear this. Got to break off from this mess. foundation of the omitting the blood of Jesus Christ, all scriptural cults by classified as bloodless religions having a form of godliness but denies the power. The Baptist church have a form of godliness but deny the power. The power is the Holy Spirit. I will never step in a Baptist church if you give me one. They ain't speaking in tongues. Occult, spiritualism, seances, witchcraft, magic, Ouija boards, Levitation, promising handwriting analysis, automatic handwriting, ESP, hypnosis, horoscopes, astrology, divination. These things are very damaging to the Christian. And I know a lot of Christians have dabbled into this stuff, and it took hours and hours and hours and hours and hours 
to get these spirits out these people. Some of you have attached to some of these things. You may need some deliverance as soon as possible. Give me a call. The correct reaction often is accomplished of the guesters. I'm going to read something to you, and I want you to pay close attention. There are Christians that's dabbling in witchcraft, unsubmitted, not submitted to God's Holy Spirit, unteachable. There are a lot of Christians you are unteachable. That's a rebellious spirit in you. Defensive, if you don't like the truth, you pick what you want to pick. Intend to defend or protect argumentative and quarreling. Those are demonic spirits. And if any of you Christians have dabbled into this, you're going to really need to get some deliverance. And I've dealt with a lot of Christians that have got with this Ouija board. The Ouija board, Ouija, also known as a spirit board or talking board, is a fat board marked with the letters of the Latin alphabet, the zero numbers, zero nine, the word yes, no, occasionally hello and goodbye, along with various symbols of graphics. When you open up that door, there ain't no guarantee that the demon's going to go back. Stay away from that. Stay away from charming. That's occultism. A practice especially believed to have magical powers, similar to incantations or spells. Stay away from that. I had a Christian told me her husband didn't want to make love to him, to her no more. I found out that he had diabetes and he didn't want her to know that he had a problem. She go to the witch doctor and get some, uh, put a, a love spell on the poor man. And now the man's so sexual, he got spirits in him, he's committing adultery. You can't use demons to make any good for your family. The only thing that's good is the Holy Spirit. Any other spirit is not good. Magical spells, words, other certain formulas of magical intent. That brings problems to a family and to a Christian who deal with this stuff. The correct reaction often with a competent guessers and considered to unleash supernatural powers from Satan. Some societies believe that incorrect reaction can not only nullify the magic, but cause the death of the persecutor who's operating in this stuff. Alleged form of communication with spirits of the dead. I've had a Christian call me last week. About I went to a table tab. I said, what, what's your religion? Methodist. They'd be Methodist, Baptist, Episcopalian, Lutheran. Watered down, watered, water, water. Light as a feather. I've seen Christians operate with this. Stiff as a board is a game played by children, a slumber party. The phase has also become established in popular culture as a verse to a levitation trick, which has referred to various methods account in reform of magic. You Christians are messing with magic, dabbling with magic, and you don't even recognize that it's magic because the pastor don't have no clue of deliverance. He couldn't tell you what narcomancy was if he even see it in the dictionary. Palm reading. Most of you Christians like this. Oh, you're a Gemini. You're a Tars the Bull. You're a Capricorn. Ain't number demons. Palm reading. The arc of practicing of supposed interfering a personal character or predicting the future and examining the palm of their hand. All the demons doing holding your hand up and giving you the familiar spirit and opening your hand and the demon can go right in that soul and look in that mind. When you don't have the mind of Christ and see all your thoughts and all your sin. That demon knows that mind. Statistics knows that mind. Automatic handwriting analysis. Writing originated from supernism, from demons. When you take the left hand and put it on a piece of paper and allow the demon to write for you. I've seen Christians dibble with this. Crystal balls. A crystal ball is a crystal of glass. Balls commonly used as fortune telling. It is generally associated with the performance of clairvoyancy and spiritual practice of seances. Here we go with this one. Now, a whole lot of Christians will be dressed. Don't dress your children up with no Halloween. That's the night of October 31st, the eve of All Saints. All Saints Day commonly celebrated by children who dress in costumes and go door to door. Notice it says All Saints Day because it's connected to the Catholic Church because they made an agreement with the Druids. We will not worship on Saturday no more. We're going to give you Halloween, and we're going to go Sunday. And that's why you're on Sunday. I'm not. This is Saturday. Native spirits. Ooh, Jesus. State of seeing where you are with your surroundings. I'm going to find a native spirit in the wood, and they are real. I've had people to deal with this. It takes a hard to get them demons out because there are demons operating in the forest. Demons operating in seed, land, forest. Jesus told the demons to go into the pig. In Luke, it says the lake. In Mark, it says the sea. So they can operate in the sea, in the pigs, in the air, in the environment. Spirits operate in the environment based on Ephesians 2.2, 2, the spirit of disobedience. 
Also, I've seen Christians uh, dabbling with reading tea leaves, Jesus Christ, fortune telling, that's all that is. Yoga, a hidden spirit, is a demon into which you meditate on. And the Bible tells us we should meditate day and night in Joshua 1, 5, 6, 7, 8. People ain't doing that, but you'll go to you'll do that. You you will, you will meditate on that yoga, won't you? Yum 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 yum. You ain't doing my call the four demons. You're a fool. You're an idiot. Idiot to be dabbling in, in the witchcraft. There are Christians that's dabbling in this. God don't want you dabbling in this stuff. He said, "Come out from among them, and be ye separate," said the Lord, "and touch not that unclean thing." Time is up. Boy, we had a good one. We're going to come back next Saturday to Pigs in the Parlor. We're going to continue to uh, give you some enlightening on some things special on demon grouping. We're going to do demon grouping uh, next Saturday. You can also listen to Pastor Steve Lee. He's in the blog talk chat room on Saturdays, area code 646-378-1857. Pastor Steve Lee, blog talk, 646-378-1857. I'm in the room on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Advantage Janice Taylor, Walls of Five Ministers on Thursdays, and we're getting ready for Chaplain John Durden for this coming Sunday on a testimony to, to the theologians or anybody who's interested in how he had to fight with anger and how God had to give him grace and mercy to recognize that he's not dealing with the person but the demon, and he got it, and he's going to be bringing that tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Please sow a seed. Stay away from politics. I warn you, in the name of Jesus, this man, Donald J. Trump, said something very bad about Israel. And he said something, he praised Hezbollah. Are you crazy? Now, I hope you Christians who got any understanding of Israel that you can't go for that. The blood is on you if you do it. I'm warning any of you Christians. The Lord said me, any born-again Christian, stay away from Donald Trump. You go do it, you're going to be by God, not by me, but by God. Please sow a seed at www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand side of the icon. I know that you may not like me. The Lord said, y'all get angry. That's okay. I ain't here to please you. I'm here to teach the word because this is the problem. You have itching ears to hear what you want to hear. You don't want the truth. You want somebody to prophesy a lie to you, Jeremiah 14. Prophesy a lie to me. If you're that type of person, you don't need to come in this room. This is for people who are very serious. They walk with God and, and really trying to learn this ministry. It's a lot to learn in the ministry of deliverance. It's a lot. This is a beautiful ministry. It's so much vast information that the Holy Spirit has. He wants to de- deposit it to you, but you've got to be a willing vessel to listen. Quick to listen, so to speak, and so to anger. God bless you again. Sow a seed. Help us out. Go to www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand side of the icon. We have a PayPal site. We're also going to be doing some teaching in the forecoming on the spirit of Leviathan. We're going to be dealing with the spirit of Jezebel. Oh, we're going to get into some raw deliverance. During the time of October, November, December, that's the time when we're getting ready for our telethon. We still have it, but we're going to really push it when we start our telethon, and we're going to open that thing up with the spirit of Jezebel. That's coming in about another two more weeks. God bless you, and shalom to you. Go to www.livedeliverance.com. We're on 24 hours a day. Shalom, and have a good night. Stand by for those who are in Blog Talk Tech. I'm coming in. Please stand by. Those who are listening to me on air, God bless you. We're going back to Frank Hammond. And we have some other new teachings that I'm going to be bringing forth as soon as I get off air. Frank Hammond will be the last one, and everything else will be LiveDeliverance.com, including what I taught just a while ago. God bless. All right, Chaplain John Durden, you have the mic. Well, I don't want to give a summary or anything. Everybody heard it just like I did. I just want to make a comment that that, that the teaching was awesome, you know, because it's nice to know when you can hear the Holy Spirit because had a couple of calls before you started. And so now we know you telling him what to say. We know you doing this. We know you doing that. And this kind of thing. You know, and I have to say the same thing over and over and over. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John uh, wasn't theologians either. But we still preaching from, from their teaching in our Bibles. Uh, God still, and he not only Brother Emmett, but God is using hundreds of men all over this world the same way because those are men who are sold out and love the Lord with all their heart. They're not um, 
having sex with the same sex people and all that kind of stuff. They're not calling up people and threatening what they're going to do to them and all these other kind of things. That's not Christian. That's not God. And you're doing all those things. Put down somebody, accusing, making false accusations about people. You'll never hear God. You'll never, never hear him. And Satan be going, <laughs> I still got him. <laughs> still got him. That kind of a thing. Watch what, you, watch what you say out of your mouth because you have to give an account for it. And, you know, it's really interesting. And I'm always joined because I know who I'm listening to. I'm listening to the Holy Spirit using uh, Brother Emmett's mouth, okay? You, you're listening to the Holy Spirit speaking through a young man who fasted three days in a row and who just loved the Lord with all his heart and soul and spirit and soul out to God. So God bless you, and um, have a good day. God bless everyone. We Have a wonderful evening, and shalom. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.